What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. Hello, Alexis. What's up? The sky. <laughs> Do you know what episode we're on? 11. 11. And 11, 11. 11 is a sexy number. This is the perfect number for this episode. For this content. For this content. Yes. So I'm glad we're doing it this way. All about sexy. Oh. I think they're... I can't even describe what we're about to talk to because it is up there in moments. Yeah, and it it was huge. And it's never coming down. Everyone freaked out. I, I'll be honest. My aesthetic... Uh-huh. is very much tied up in what we're talking about today. It is. It's and pure. You can tell. It's like an innocent, angelic, Angelic. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should just come right out and say what we're talking about. Breathe, Breathe. by Faith Hill. Sexiest country song, I think, Ever. Ever. Definitely the sexiest music video. Definitely the sexiest music video. Do we know what year this song came out? Was it 2000? It came out in 1999. Okay, so it was 1999. It, but the, it hit the peak in April of 2000. Yeah. On the Hot 100 at number two. Steamy. Steamed up. Steamed up. Also, we have not mentioned that this is Faith Hill's Breathe is what we're talking about. Yeah. Icon. Icon. She is a fucking Icon. Hero. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're like, is she? But she really is. She is an icon. She's a female country music icon. She hero. Is. Uh, goddess goddess but i have i have something to say i mean like took some risks this was a risk this was definitely a risk and it was controversial but i have something to say say it the i have talked about disrespect Mm -hmm. on this podcast before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i have to say the absolute level of disrespect Mm -hmm. that faith hill gets is disappointing Faith Hill is amazing. There's nothing about her that I don't like. People, I mean, we 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 stand, we stand Shania. Yeah, we stand Shania. We stand Shania in this house. But why can't people stand Faith as well? I, you know, they were pitted against each other, weren't they? They were kind of. But I think what really made them each stand out was. They're coloring. Yeah. They're coloring <laughs> very much. Um, that do was you... the only thing that saved them because I don't think I can choose who's prettier. Do you want to know something mildly embarrassing? I'm going to tell you something embarrassing. You didn't know what this song was about, did you? Oh, I did. Even as a kid? Absolutely. I know. I knew. No, I didn't. I knew. I didn't even think about it that way. I don't know how I thought of it, but I just 
okay, for me with with songs, I am such a melody person. Mm-hmm. I am not a lyric girl. Mm-hmm. I will get into lyrics, but I have to love oh. a melody for me to listen to something. I'm a lyric girl. You are. That is why we are the ying and, and the yang. yang. Yes. I'm gonna embarrass myself real so quick. So I never thought about it. Embarrass yeah. yourself. I'm ready. I, when I was young, fully believed <laughs> that I can't believe I'm about to say this. I fully believed that Shania and Faith were the same person. Is it their face shape, maybe? Um their I body th- size? I think it was honestly. I was a kid. A pretty woman. They were both pretty women, and one was blonde and one was brunette. I was like, it would be, I guess, honestly, it kind of showed how, like, I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist from Mm -hmm. a young age. Mm I was like, that would be such a way to make more money is to put a blonde wig, put a blonde wig on, sing this, and then put a brown wig on, and then sing that. Well, I'm not going to lie. I thought Janet and Michael Jackson were the same person when I was a kid. I think a lot of like, people. I couldn't, I couldn't tell them apart, and yeah. I didn't want to because I didn't care. Yeah. Um, it, going back to, like, talking about Shania and Faith, mm-hmm. I could I bet when Shania saw this video, she was like, fuck, why didn't yeah. I think of that? Why yeah. did I not think about me Rolling around in a bed, yeah, with bedroom eyes. She either she either she did one of two things. She either did that, or she was like, "No, that's cheap. <laughs> that's that's yeah. too obvious." Well, and and to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this is like Faith's woman in me moment. Like she yeah. went, "Oh, I need I need something really sexy like that woman in yeah. me video." Well, she was like, I'm going to be the blonde Shania. <laughs> yes. For, further, further proving my theory. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, just hit a home run there. Yeah. Uh, this song was written by Stephanie Bentley. And? And Stephanie Bentley wrote Concrete Angel by Martina McBride, which mm-hmm. is like one of the saddest songs ever. So, fun story. Um. I did a theater camp. Like, oh God! Well, it, not oh like God. a not like a stay there theater camp, but mm-hmm. it was like every Saturday it was like a theater theater mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and there was a huge it was a huge deal because one of the girls just booked this Martina McBride video, uh-huh. oh, was, and was, oh God, it was Concrete Angel. That's a twisty song, and she was the little girl. Ooh, it was a weird it was like a no one knew because she had just booked it yeah and everyone was like oh my god congratulations <laughs> and then we saw the video we're like girl that's such like the interesting thing about like growing up around show business like mm-hmm. i remember going to school with the little girl who was the voice of lilo in lilo and stitch whoa and she was like yeah i booked this disney movie bye and then, like, never saw her again. Actually, I did see her mm-hmm. again when I was, like, 13. We were doing this, like, Disney's 25 Most Talented Kids in America, something like mm-hmm. that. And she was there. And I was like, oh. Hi. Yeah, like, oh, hey, what's up? Um, yeah, anyways. So, yeah. Stephanie Bentley, Holly Lamar. Mm-hmm. 
wrote this song. It was produced by Byron Gallimore, who worked a lot with Faith Hill and is an incredible producer. Didn't she... Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Didn't she co-produce this? She co-produced it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adding this and that. Mm-hmm. I will say what I like about this song mm-hmm. is I think this to me was like the best time in country music. It was. Because there was such like a tender like difference between country and rock almost. Mm-hmm. Country pop rock. Yeah. But it was very like classy, almost like uh like a uh AC, like adult contemporary. Yeah. Like it almost like Faith almost sounded like the Wallflowers, mm. or, or like Celine Dion. Yeah, but I can see I could see Celine singing this. I can definitely see. I think. No, I'm thinking of from this moment on. Yeah, shit. And but I was it, the one that told me that. Story. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like maybe we'll talk about that someday. It is kind of this thing where, like, I think country music really nailed it. They, and and it shows you they nailed it because this song went one on the country charts and two on the Hot 100. Number two on the Hot 100. That's really big for a country artist. That's huge. Yeah. It did not hurt. Pre-Taylor Swift. Pre-Taylor Swift. But this video just made her a mega fucking star. Yeah. This video is gorgeous. It is... Honestly, I don't think there's been, like, a better country video since. Yeah. To be honest. To be real. Yeah. I think you're I think you're right. This was, I mean, this was absolutely... Pinnacle. Iconic. 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 Haley and I were talking about, before we started, started. recording, that this was, like, the perfect shade of blonde for her. Yes. The, like, all of the... All of the coloring was so perfect. Like the, t- I think in the tones and the lighting, and we both have work experience <laughs> within the beauty community. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think we both just have an eye for things like this. Yeah, we are all about aesthetics mm-hmm. too. And I, ever since I was a little girl, I will tell you, I desperately wanted to be blonde mm-hmm. since I was little because she is now. Spoiler. I'm not a natural blonde, but bitch, I'm blonde now. We have like an Anna Nicole Smith thing, mm-hmm. a Jenna Jameson thing. I'll let you have the Jameson, <laughs> Jenna Jameson. I'll let you have the Jenna Jameson thing. I knew you were going to say that. I I don't need to own that. We're blonde fans. Yes. Pam A. Mm-hmm. Which I really think she resembles in this video. She, yeah, there is. There's some Pam A moments. With the, the makeup in the particular. The arched eyebrow. Yeah. There's a lift to the brow. There's a lift to the brow. I bet you. I think they taped her face up. I was about to say. I bet you they used facelift tapes. That's so interesting. Which facelift tapes, mm-hmm. they have, it's like a piece of really strong tape mm-hmm. with like a you don't think she just got a little botox maybe no they wouldn't have done that back then that's true so it has this string that you pull uh-huh and i don't know if they had a wig on her oh. or like a partial is something like that you're a genius i this is my thing you're a fucking and then genius. they pulled it and then they tied it 
And that is how, that is perhaps how her face is so snatched. Can we, like, start living this way? Yeah, we can. Okay, cool. It might, we, it might lead to tension headaches. Okay. But I'm, it's I'm worth it. I'm all for it. I already have them. Beauty is pain, bitch. Might as well double down. <laughs> um. So let's talk about the reason why we're talking about this song. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret what it's about. But it's pretty controversial. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, where do we go with this, even? I'm going to let you take the lead here. It's about a big O. About a big O. It's about a big O, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people put the two together. No. I don't think they do. I think, I mean, I've heard this song at weddings. I'm like, wow. What? <laughs> You've heard wow, this wow, song wow, at wow. weddings? You have heard this song at weddings? Yes. This is, like, clearly sexual. Oh, clearly. Like, and I think people, I think most people realize, okay, this is sexual. She can feel him breathe. But I don't think they realize, no pun intended, how deep this goes. <laughs> I truly did not intend that, guys. But, but you know what? If you read the lyrics, it's, there's such a subtlety. Yeah. It's not really, like, it is not in your face. It's really not. And that's what makes this so perfect for... For country is that it's not so. It's an innuendo. It's it's a it's, it's something. It's something. <laughs> Why don't I pull up some of the lyrics? Pull up the lyrics because I'm telling you, when I was a kid, which I'm actually kind of thankful I didn't know what it meant. Mm -hmm. But it it just it literally never crossed my mind ever. Wow. Even as an adult, I never went oh. And then there was like one day where I think I went oh. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Here's the intro. I'm ready. I can feel the magic floating in the air. Being with you gets me that way. I love this. It starts yeah. that way and it ends that way. Yep. I watch the sunlight dance across your face and I've never been swept away. First. Mm -hmm. That's the intro. Right. Innocent. And then we go into the verse. Mm -hmm. All my thoughts just seem to settle on the breeze. When I'm lying wrapped up in your arms, the whole world just fades away. The only thing I hear is the beating of your heart. Because I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me. Duh. Yeah. And suddenly, I'm, I'm melting, melting into, into you. you. There's nothing left to prove. Baby, all we need is just to be. Caught, caught up in the, the touch, touch slow and steady, steady rush. rush baby isn't that the way that love's supposed to be i can feel you breathe mm -hmm. just, just breathe see to me that's it can be taken any way you want to take it yeah i think it's very very clear though so should this episode really be is this about that or is it not no, because I think it's pretty clear that it is. <laughs> okay. Trying to save my childhood, okay? Um, that's that's okay. And the second verse? Oh, yeah. Let me let me read her. <laughs> let me read her. Um, let's see here. In a way, I know my heart is waking up as the walls come tumbling down. Her sugar walls. Sugar walls. 
I'm closer than I've ever felt before. Yeah, that's pretty clear. And I know. And, and you, you know, know. There's, there's no, no need, need for words, words right, right now. now. And then we keep going, and it will, and it's basically you've already heard the rest of the song. I think they did it in such a classy way. They really did. That takes thought. It does take thought. It takes more thought to write a song like that than yeah. it does to write something that's wop. yeah, wop. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that because. I think WAP is like one of the most clever songs that's come out in a long time. I do too. I'm all for the WAP. I'm all for the WAP. I'm all for WAP. So let's think of another one. Um. Well, I'm thinking of like any song that's just like ass. And there's literally a song called Ass and Titties. Ass, ass and titties. Right. So it's like you can. That's easy to just be like, oh, ass in my face. You know. Uh, there. Well, no. There is a. <laughs> There's, I can think of a couple songs right now. Um, <laughs> like, there's one that's, um, I'm not going to use the word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say puppy. Oh, cool. But, you, but Sweet. It, gotcha. It, it's another word that starts with a P. Puss. That one. Cool. This guy says, puppy in my face. I got no worries. And then there's a Lil Wayne song that I heard when I was in high school. I love Lil Wayne. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, one. Um, another uh, synchronized swimmers. I have sound like a mom. You do. <laughs> we both do. There's a song that he has called "Puppy Money Weed." We know you're not saying. Meaning puppy. I don't mean puppy. I know, I know, I know. Okay, puppy, money, weed, yes. Maybe I should have said kitty instead. Yeah, I'm like, what? That's y'all very get, confusing. I just thought with puppy, you I kn- knew what you were talking about. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Well, you already said the word. Mm. I just, I don't like saying that word. So, <sighs> yeah, just like super. I feel like it was the. I feel like the song is controversial in itself, but the video was really controversial. The the video was what made the controversy. However, yeah, if because I think there was a period. I've I've talked about this mm-hmm. with multiple people before. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time where absolutely no one was paying attention to any of the lyrics. Yeah, had people been paying attention to the lyrics yeah. of this song, people would be like. Uh, the video makes sense. The video makes, makes so much sense, sense with the lyrics. Yeah. Um, a great example. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a great example of what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. You know the band Blues Traveler, yeah. right? Oh, God, yes. They have I remember a, this story. They have a song called Hook. Right. And the whole purpose, the, the whole purpose of the lyrics of this song are to point out that it really doesn't matter what this guy says because it leads you back to the hook. It's it do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to embarrass myself. Cool. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was talking about Blues Traveler with some of my friends. Yeah. And I I thought the song was The Heart Brings You Back because I wasn't paying attention 
two mm-hmm. into the verses. Mm-hmm. Couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. So the only thing I thought I heard was the heart brings you back. Yeah. Not what he's saying. No. And in fact. You heard what you wanted to hear. Well, in fact, what I did proved his point. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Nirvana. Hello. Yeah. You can't, you can't. I mean, you couldn't really get everything he was saying, but it didn't fucking matter yeah country's different though country, country is music different. is so different like you have to the li- like your enunciation has to be really good because people listen to the lyrics in country music they really do mm-hmm. that's a like we have always gone back to country music is about the damn story it is so um and it's and it, which is really funny because People always kind of make fun of Southern accents and like, oh, how do you tell? Well, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you tell what they're what they're saying? Yeah, but it really is. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, I will say it used to be all about the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. don't really think in terms of what's on. Yeah, country radio right now. I really care. Okay, let's let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Like on VH1 back in the day. Yes, I do. Where they would do like VH1 sexiest females and like sexiest Sexiest female musicians. Wasn't she like up there? She was up there. I think Breathe, quite honestly, might have been number one. It was, yeah, or or Justify My Love by Madonna or something like that. But it was like, it was up there. And I feel like a woman was on that too. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, so if um, if any of you are listening and haven't or didn't see this, like probably like the late '90s, early 2000s. It was early 2000s. They did a lot of these lists. Yeah, they would specials. do like each one's most sexiest of all time. Yeah, or like I love the '90s or these, I love the '80s and all those things. They, I was a VH1 Same. queen. Same. Every single one of these. That's probably why we have. Like a ridiculous amount of just like music knowledge, yeah. because that was that's all I wanted to watch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even like really like. There was a point where I stopped caring about. I remember like being a kid mm-hmm. and being like, "Mom, why why are the like the Frosted Flakes commercials not coming on? Why are like the kids' toys like not coming on?" She's like, "Because you're not watching a kids' show." Wow. Because I was watching. VH1. It would go between like VH1 and CMT. I was never really super big on MTV. Me neither. But I loved like the VH1 like um I was stuff with like okay, you know, how did this start? Uh what all the the behind the musics and Yes. The, I I can I mean I can't even go on about it, but yes. That was like huge and I just remember thinking when they were talking about Faith Hill, like, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, all these, like, super hot, like, rockers and, like, musicians, like, talking about Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, like, she's just beautiful across the board. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's a man who didn't think that that video was the hottest fucking thing ever. Oh, yeah. I think anyone, anyone would watch that and they'd be like okay objective yeah. objectively this is this is hot yeah absolutely um, and and i don't there's such a like i think for women in country music at that time that was like really 
like out there for a female artist to do like I express think she, her sexuality yes without being like totally torn down yeah and who knows if she was or not like she could yeah. have been yeah well here's I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's even deeper than what you just said okay um she she wasn't torn down mm-hmm. and it's because she was so attractive yeah if it would have been someone else mm-hmm. you know fill in the blank of someone that's not on that same level right yeah they would have been so torn right down it right. would have been it would have been ugly right be but Okay, I want to say this in a way that's not, like, bad, Uh but pretty people Uh can get by with so much more in terms of expressing their sexuality. So had... They're they're expected to. Yeah. Had there not have been... And I'll say this. Had there not have been that music video, Mm -hmm. I think people would have been kind of confused by the song. I agree. I agree. I think another thing that was kind of crazy too is like she for years had that short little pixie cut and then, and then out of nowhere she's got like hair down to her ass. Mm-hmm. It looks it amazing. Fantastic like transformation. Yeah like yeah. a yeah it was just man Faith Hill everything. Yeah. And then she can okay here's another thing about Faith Hill which I think she does not get enough credit for that girl can fucking sing. She really can. She has and no one talks about gorgeous. It. She has one of my favorite country voices, mm-hmm. favorite voices, honestly. And I think it was really cool when VH1 did that Divas. Yes. Was it Divas Live? They did a few different Divas Lives. Right. Well, they invited Faith Hill one year. Mm-hmm. They, they also invited Shania one year. But Faith, whew, gosh, mm-hmm. she can sing. Aretha Franklin for like invited didn't Aretha Franklin have her sing at her funeral yes that's huge yeah and was that Aretha's choice that was Aretha's choice because they became actually really good friends Mm -hmm. after performing together right at one of those divas shows but you know that Aretha's probably like I want her to be good but I want her to be as good as me (laughs) and that was not one of her best performances yeah everyone everyone has has moments and she was probably really emotional because her friend yeah. is dead yeah i'm just gonna say that this was faith's moment yeah this was she faith needed a faith needed that kind of moment she did need that moment because she was always kind of seen as like the innocent girl next door and i think this made her like a sex symbol for sure mm-hmm. All right, everybody. It's that time. The specialist time. The most special occasion of all. <laughs> it's dedication time. Yeah, it is. Um, earlier in the episode, we were talking about the shows on BH1. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make mine very, like, direct. Yes, please. So I remember being a kid mm-hmm. and seeing the I Love the 90s special. Yes. And... The nineties. I love the nineties. Um, they they started with I love the eighties, right? And then they went into I love the 90s. I love the nineties, and that was where I was at, and I was stuck there. And then they went into I love the seventies, right? Which was like looking back, 
that's probably my favorite Mine's in terms of content mm-hmm. because a lot of really crazy things happen in the 70s. Yeah. So, okay. Going back to that. I yes. love the 90s. I love the 90s. So, I'm sitting in my living room. My mom was like making dinner or something. I'm sitting in the living room and all of a sudden I hear like this steel like or I guess I guess it'd be a dobro. Mm-hmm. Hear this dobro going. And I was like, wait, what just happened to me? And there's this like weird, like weird dude, weird dude, hot, weird dude, weird video. And he goes, weird and it's song. a weird song. And it looks like a college kid made this video, which mm-hmm. is very intriguing to me. And even as a kid, I was like, I got to be a part of this. Yeah. And you see this guy in, like, a hat, like a snow hat almost. Yeah. And he goes, in the time of chimpanzees, I I was was a monkey. monkey. I I was like, my brain exploded. I had to know everything about Beck. I'm a loser, baby. So I don't. Yeah. You know what he's saying there, right? I don't know. I'll tell you. What's he saying? I'm a dog. It's in Spanish. Nice. That was my introduction to Beck, and mm-hmm. I've never looked back. Yeah. Never. I like Beck a lot, too. I love Beck. Mm-hmm. Everything Beck does, I love. But that song made such an impression on me mm-hmm. with the beefcake pantyhose, kill the headlights, put it in neutral. Like, those lines. Yeah. Um, burning down the trailer park, which I lived in a trailer park. You know this. Yes, so. I do. That was like, it was just, it. it was perfect yeah and i will always remember that moment the moment i fell in love with beck so this episode is dedicated to beck okay okay All right. i see who's yours i see your beck <laughs> um and i will raise you oh god i know where you're going <sighs> okay this so is your, this is your prime moment this is my my moment this is my moment i'm shocked i haven't done this earlier but i've can been I, can i say something really quick yeah you can when i first met Haley, she's like i i really like this dude and i'm like oh i you know i like him too but i've never like gotten super into him she's like oh no like i i did like a, a whole podcast about him unreleased <laughs> it's never seen the light this of day. is like three years ago yeah but you did this podcast when? I in high school, right? No, 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 no. No. So I recorded it like two years ago. And sent them to me. I sent them to you. I sent it I sent it to you. And I totally listened. I think you were shocked that I listened. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm really into this. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So Yeah. Tell tell them who it is. Yeah. So someone that they had um i'm assuming he had a good relationship with vh1 um because they got him to be one of the guys to talk about the different (gasps) things that happened in the 90s i remember this yeah like he talked about i think he did 80s too because i I remember him talking about trapper keepers and jerry Maguire. this was this would have been second album um this would have been heavier things yeah uh, so room for squares has already come out. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'm dedicating this episode to a man that has informed a lot of my personality. A man that has informed the female. I feel version. like I am the female version of this man. His name is John Jonathan Clayton Mayer. Johnny Mayer. Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. Mayor Daddy. Yes. Um I John Dong. I was uh, and still am. Um I am a huge fan of John Mayer. I talked I talked about how I have a, a tattoo of the Barbara Streisand rose on my shoulder cap. My, the first tattoo that I ever got is a quote from a John Mayer song. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Um dude, the love is real. Yeah. I have known this since like the minute I met you mm-hmm. that you loved him. I love him. Which I think is interesting uh-huh. because I don't really. Well, do you want to know why I think you don't? Why? Because you haven't given him the time. I have given him the time. Have you? Yes, I have. Okay. I think what it is with him is that he's just a little too soft for me. Oh, that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's just a little too soft. I really liked uh, Why Georgia Why. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? It's it's just called Georgia. Georgia. Um, slow dancing in a burning room is great. Yeah, and then my favorite John Mayer song, "Not Myself," "Up Room for Squares." Mm, okay, but I just like I never like was that I never got into him. See, I um I was like the the John Mayer girl, and yeah. I got like all of the girls into mm-hmm. this song that was on his very first thing he ever did called inside once out Mm -hmm. called comfortable. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, um, like sophomore year, Mm -hmm. um, I saw him here in Nashville and Mm -hmm. he played it. And I called like all of the girls. I was like, he's Uh playing the song. Um, I've been around for a lot of the moments one in particular was I was there when he did the speech uh-huh. after the, like right as the Playboy interview was coming out. I was there for the speech. I don't know what speech you're talking about. Well, he. Not the Jessica Simpson thing. Well, oh, it's related to that. So he was playing a show, that same show where he played Comfortable mm-hmm. in here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, right as that interview with playboy was coming out where he said the things i'm not gonna repeat them sexual napalm yes um and he did this whole big speech and the next day it was like all over the news and i was i was like i was there for that's that. like a moment yeah you were there for an actual moment i was there for a moment um i like some of my coolest memories that I have are with like tied into John Mayer. Like mm-hmm. um, I remember one, uh, someone that I ended up becoming really great friends with in high school when I, he was like a junior mm-hmm. and I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, we were passing each other in the hallway and mm-hmm. I was wearing a John Mayer t-shirt. Mm-hmm. He went, love the shirt, love you. <laughs> and yeah, like just 
Yeah. And the rest is history. And then she made a John Mayer podcast. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to whatever and never. Amen. We appreciate you so much. Go give us a like and a follow on Instagram at whatever and never. Amen. Uh, Send us your ideas. Yeah. If you have one. And don't forget to subscribe Mm -hmm. to our podcast Mm -hmm. or follow it on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. And give us a rating. Give Give us us a a five-star rating. That helps us get recommended to more people. Yes. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.